Guys, welcome to a special edition of Top 100 TV. Road to FEWC, the FIFA E World Cup going on in London, August 2nd to 4th with the Grand Final on the 4th of August. And somebody who knows something about Grand Finals, we have the one and only FaZe Gorilla phasing it up in our in our video today. How you doing? I'm all right. Uh, thank you for having me on. It feels weird because I've not really done a video in a long time. I've had like a, a die-down period ready for the event. So it's, uh, it's a bit weird, but um, hopefully it should be an interesting video. Now, in terms of videos, I know, you know, the YouTube's going great. How do you balance that out, especially the downtime of FIFA? I mean, it's post-Amsterdam. We've got that break, big break. But then at the yeah. same time, you gotta you got to practice for FEWC. Like, how do you balance that out? My YouTube has taken a hit recently, especially towards like the, the latter part of FIFA. Because I've always said, you know, YouTube, I'm not a YouTuber. YouTube just came off the back of my success in the competitive scene. So, you know, I'm not like, you know, in the Penthes where, you know, YouTube is, is his thing. So you expect daily content from, um, from them type of people. But for me, it's more of a, if I want to upload and there's something for me to upload, then I will. I don't really like doing stuff just for the sake of it. Oh, I haven't uploaded. There's nothing to do. So you know what? Let's chuck a video together and um, yeah, just for the views, you know. Obviously, the views are nice, but at the end of the day, I'd rather upload something that I want to do and I enjoy. And um, I mean, the problem with that is FIFA is now in that period where oh, you're, yes. waiting. you're waiting until FIFA 19. <laughs> and, um, and, and that is the issue. Like, we've got um, just over two weeks now to the event. And after that, I've got about a month and a half of literally nothing because I'm not touching FIFA. <laughs> Wait, so, so you're telling me you, 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 you play FIFA the whole year and you don't want to play it all of a sudden for a month. How? That's That sounds weird I, I to me. Wanna, I don't <laughs> want to play it now. As bad as it sounds, I think this has probably been one of the worst FIFAs I've ever played. Not just competitively, but just you know as a whole. So, you know, the sooner this event's over, the better. Obviously, I'm putting 110% in now, grinding. Hopefully, we can get the back-to-back -back win. Um, but yeah, after this event, I want a bit of a chill, um, chill out get ready for FIFA 19. I feel like if I keep playing FIFA 18 mm -hmm. up until the FIFA 19 release, I won't be as hyped for, because I, I don't know, I feel like I'll be playing too much FIFA, even though it's a new True. game. I feel like if I take a month off and then all the news about the new icons, new features, a new game, you know, I feel like I'll be way more hyped, especially um, for the new FIFA, but that might be just me. Um, I don't know. And what happens when, like, as soon as you play the next FIFA. So is it like, do a lot of pros just not touch the next FIFA until their season is over? And like, wh what does it feel like? Like, let's say you played FIFA 19 right yeah. after FEWC, because I know it is going to yeah, be Yeah, I, saw, there, that. The I saw that today. I think that was the same last year with FIFA 18, but I didn't get to play it. With me, especially the past two FIFAs, I'm kind of not bothered with like the demo um, the beta. I still play the beta. If it was how did you get on the beta? Jeez, I didn't get on the beta. I worked in the end. I never got on the beta. Oh no, I, I got on it once. I, honestly, 16. I don't know how they give them out because I swear it's random. But it, it is. Yeah, it's random. It's random. I, you want to play because it's a new FIFA, but at, at the end of the day, you know, it's not your account. The gameplay is going to be a hundred times different when the release comes out, plus a month after release. So it's like I don't know. The hype gets killed because you know for a fact now that everything changes, especially gameplay. I think that's the main thing, you know, that EA needs to focus on. Obviously, there's other things with foot champions aside from that. But at the end of the day, what is the point of having a 99 Hazard or 97 Mbappe like we do now <laughs> if the gameplay is not consistent or makes them players look good? For example, this is my opinion, but I'm sure a lot of people share the same opinion where Pele, for example, 98 rated, the highest rated uh, icon on the game. 
he's absolutely rubbish. Like, how is that possible? You know? I, wait, wait, wait. I always feel like sometimes these are like pro player politics. I remember I talked to so many pro players and they were telling me, no, not well, pro players and um, who was it that was telling me? Uh, Maverick Wolves. A lot of them were telling me R9 Prime is trash. I finally okay. got my hands on Prime R9. I could not believe what I heard. <laughs> but, I, I was ready to go back to Europe, get a flight and slap everybody that told me that. Because, but it's different between playing you know? on like foot champions or divisions where, yeah, of course, R9 is going to score a lot of chances. And, you know, you're, you're mainly aiming for that R9 because he's probably your main player in your team. But, you know, but he is just a pro thing where, you know, at top level, I feel like he's turning is the main issue I've, I've had the 94 and the 96. He's turns like a truck. What, what do you think? I, I literally don't understand what people are telling. Like, this guy... Like, I, actually, I, I, I should turn on my Xbox. I actually have, like, a decent record with this guy. Like, he is the best mine's record I think a, I've ever used. Mine's a negative record. You have a negative record? Yeah, yeah. I'm on How? the screen now. I'll oh tell my. you one sec. I play oh four, 462 games, uh -huh. 371 goals, 307 assists. Who, wait, who'd so, you pair him with? CR7. And the CR, you know, the funny thing is, I talked to a lot of guys, or like when I open their packs, and usually, like, one of one of the two strikers has like a negative record. I don't know why. I, th I think last year, remember that Suarez last year? I think he was really, really good, and I didn't have a negative record with him, but. I don't know. I just I, I feel like the gameplay it goes back to the day not FIFA 15 in terms of the way it was, but the quickness and the arcadey kind of feel. I feel like the, mm. these types of players will be so much fun. I, I don't know. I'm just hoping and praying that next FIFA is the FIFA, not just for gameplay, but just for for everything. Really, I feel like this uh, this one's took a little bit of a dip, um, and I think we we can all agree on that to some extent. I mean, it's. I guess for you guys, I guess in the pro community, the the one sticking point would be the gameplay. Is there anywhere else you think they, they could have improved on aside from that? Or, um, I'll be first to admit, foot champions. I think at the start of like FIFA, the first four or five months, I was you know still okay with foot champions being foot champions. But then the the more I played it, and you know the longer it carried on, I was like, this isn't right, you know. I think, obviously, when it came into FIFA 17, you can't really argue with it because it's a new feature and it brought a lot to the game with the rewards, etc. But it's exactly the same this year with no rewards changing. Um, and there's no distinction between first, top 100, even elite. Like, you can get, um, like, elite three monthly and probably get a better pull from that than a top 100 monthly. Like, just the rewards alone, but also 40 games over a weekend. And if I'm saying that's too much, then I know you might be for, um, for a lot of casuals out there. But oh, my God. It, it even needs to change. Like, if, if there's no <clears throat> other game mode into FIFA 19, it, let's just say it's for champions and it needs to change. It's not like it should change. It needs to. But if they keep it, and they need to do something in the week because I think that's the main issue for me personally is, mm. like, let's say you play the weekend league, right? You're still you know, mentally drained playing 40 games. You're, you know, you've played a bit too much FIFA. But come Tuesday, Wednesday, there's nothing to do. There's no really good um, online tournaments. You're already qualifying for the weekend league, but most people are, uh, would already do that. There's nothing to do in the week. Divisions, 15,000 coins if you're in Division 1. Yeah, that's oh, actually really... that's Because uh, I actually won Division 1 twice. Again, probably because nobody is playing FIFA. Uh, or if plays not, not not nobody's playing FIFA, nobody's playing Division 1. Um, and all the guys who are good are not playing that, especially. Um, and then I was kind of like, you know, it was a not a struggle, but it was like, you know, mentally tasked. And I was like, oh, okay, 15k coins. 
Yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> the, fact that, the fact that EA have actually got away with that for so long because I remember FIFA 15 it was in there and I played so much divisions back in FIFA 15 like over a thousand games but that was because there was nothing to it same FIFA 16 and now like you have to scale the rewards like you got squad battles you've got for champions and divisions and draft like they're the four ways of getting rewards but there's so far between you got foot champions at the top and you got divisions down at the bottom it just doesn't make sense so Feel like they need a revamp of divisions or a new mode to to do in the week, whether it's a leaderboard, a ladder system, whatever it is, uh, we need something to do in the week. But yeah, gameplay aside, I think work around something to you know content. You know, I feel like this year with content for me, it's been it's been up and down. Like you've had you've had a few good promos, but then you have some like like why why have we got that? Like it's not that good, especially like now for example these footies. You'd imagine their their rating has to go up a lot. Like Bakioko, if he wins it, he has to go to like a 93, 94. Like there's only a month and a half or so left of FIFA. You know, you need to top their rating. No EA, they'll probably just put him up three or four ratings. I mean, you can't you can't say they're gonna do that if they haven't done that yet. What are you? Is this like Minority Report that you know what they're gonna nah, do? Like, it, they will. I mean, they will. <laughs> last year, last year the funniest ratings were underwhelming, definitely. And of course, everybody was saying that it was yeah. pre-team the week. I mean, speaking of new cards actually first of all before we get into that i do have my stats from prime r9 actually i can get it up on the screen give me one second but it's not bad i have a better record with um cristiano ronaldo 99 um, which one the team of the year or the team of the season uh, i have the team of the year Hold on. yeah malgado's not working anyway i have 105 goals and guess how many matches oh, 68 Wow. Okay, I'm not that good. 105 goals in 106 games. I'm so mad. Oh. 77 assists. Um, so I just got negative. And then with with uh, Team of the Year Ronaldo, I have 457 goals in 377 games. Look at that. That's good. That's, that, that's pretty good. I'm going to be an FEWC. But yeah, going back to um, the new players, new cards that have come out. Yes. I know we saw a lot of team the match day players. Are there any that you're looking at uh, to add to your team for FEWC? The, my problem with that promo was it was really good, but the most of the top tier cards like the Pogba, the Suarez, the Hazard, they're extinct or really high priced because they didn't give us tradable SBCs for whatever reason. So it's very hard to, to get your hands on them. But in my team currently, I've got the 92 Valencia. Oh, the I'm new Valencia. Yeah, and I'm literally just... I've uh, just bought um, the 97 Mbappe. Um, he looks decent. I do want to try the 99 Hazard, but the problem with that is I've got <clears throat> 97 Neymar and the team of the year um, winger Ronaldo. So I'll have three left wingers. I don't mind playing CR7 off chemistry as I do, but to have Hazard off chemistry or a um, or someone like that is a bit of an issue. So I do want to try Pogba, but one coins for some reason. I have no coins. Um and for the to, for the first time ever for the for, for the first time <laughs> ever yeah and also yeah. my formation i'm switching between a few formations and i'm not 100% committed on one formation so i don't really want to spend like 2 to and a half million on pogba if i'm not going to use him in that formation and have to lose tax on him so uh yeah i think i think you'll see at this event a lot a, a lot of different teams so i think you've seen like in amsterdam barcelona manchester etc like this the kind of similar Starting at Everton, you know, bar personal preference, 
Um, but I think this one you'll see a few. I think you'll see maybe six of the same cards, give or take, in most teams. Mm-hmm. But then like this 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, you'll see maybe instead of a Valencia, the, the Walker, maybe Victor Moses, he's actually really good. Um, you've got Pogba, um, Suarez, 99. Um, who else? Oh, you've yeah, got? the Suarez. There's so many players I completely forgot about. Like you've got like, his foot. You think Eric Bailly might get one? I'm assuming if he's get uh, if he gets a vote, Bakioko depends on how how far he goes up. So we we'll have to wait and see. Now, if you put the Pogba in your team, who would he replace? He's surely not replacing Hullet, right? Or... Mm-hmm. Vieira. Vieira. Oh wow, you're not a fan of Vieira. Do you know? Oh, are you gonna say that? Oh, Prime Vieira actually sucks. Like Prime no, Ryan. Oh you my know god. What? Not Woo. even Prime Vieira. I did have I did have that issue before, but I just feel like he's for. If let's say I'm playing narrow, right? Mm-hmm. For a sole CDM, he's what's his agility? He has like 70, 74 agility. Yeah, 74 agility and 70 balance. As good as he is with his pace and his defensive stats, I just feel like playing against pros, you need like a can't. I wish Kante was like six foot because then we'd have the answer to to the uh, to the problem. But I just find like dragging him into like a position, it takes that extra second because. He has to turn his body that extra extra step. So 70, yeah, 74 agility. Do you feel one thing I don't like about him is even though like it says eighty shooting, the shooting is non-existent for me. Mm, like, it is pretty poor. I mean, I scored a, how many goals have I scored? I've played nine hundred and twenty games and scored forty-eight, which is not that bad. Um, but like, one red card, one, one red card in nine. Nine hundred and twenty games. That's, but Bakioka, what rain is he? A two rated, I think, is standard card. Yeah. So, if he goes to talk in 88, something like that, we can only hope. Then, you never know. Vieira's definitely, um, definitely up for um, for getting changed. That's for sure. So, if Bakayoko gets a nice, let's say Bakayoko goes to yeah, 88, 90, you would actually consider him. Yeah, we don't have to buy him, do we? Because obviously, we su- let's say you submit Bakayoko for the nominee. Does that automatically get... I don't know. How does it work? I forgot how it went last year. I feel like yeah. if you voted for the guy that won, you got him. Hope so. I and can't I think remember. Is gonna win. Who do you vote for? I haven't voted yet, but I mean, Beast FC. I'm gonna go back. I think it's. Vote. I think that Dembele card would be nice. It would be great because he's well rounded. But I think you know a lot of people are gonna vote for Bakayoko. Yeah. Um, on the base of those upgrades, so um, I'm looking forward to see the defenders. I think we'll have like maybe like a Manalas and Eric Bailly. So that'll be good. And Eric Bailly would fit into my team perfectly. Um, fullbacks. I'm not really sure who getting. You know, you got Marcelo, Jordi Alba, Valencia, Walker. Um, I think I don't know. I don't know who, what others could really get in. Maybe Farman over De Gea, probably not because you need a Bundesliga centre back. Um, I mean, speaking of defenders, what about that new Varane? He's got seventy four stamina, I believe, or seventy six. Seventy six. Oh, I can't. I can't. What's the What's the threshold for stamina for you? I think around for a centre back. Put it around about 80, low 80s. 80, what uh, is... I'm looking not, at... No do you ball. know what it is? I don't think he'll be an issue, but I just can't... Hmm. I can't I can't see him lasting 90 minutes. I feel like 75th minutes, like that, he's going to cost me, you know, let's say my opposition brings on a, a fast player down the line, he's covering it, he's mm. just going to get burned. Um, so, I mean, I've compared Varanta as Pilcoeta, and I think as P is, is better. The only problem I have with as P is, is height. Um... You know, especially if you pair with Sergio Ramos, you don't really have any height in there. So um, I'm still figuring out that one. So usually, I mean, are you a, are you a Maldini or Rio guy with Ramos? Oh, I've literally been back and forth with them all year. I feel like I'm going to have to go with 
Probably Maldini. Yeah, probably Maldini. Maldini. Even though it's high, medium, medium, high, and I don't like that. I feel like Maldini is the better player um, with Ferdinand. Nice. And, and, and I mean, I know a lot of people will say, I'm sure a lot of people will comment on this video like, oh, why are you still playing FIFA? It's literally his job as mine. But have you even noticed any like change in meta in terms of like formations? Are people still going narrow? I switched to 4-3-1-2 after talking to you once because there's still that bug where the CDM yeah, switches around. How, how strange is that? That the fact that <laughs> the right center mid and the cam still switch position in game automatically. And that's been there since day one and it hasn't been fixed. Like, come on. It's, that's ridiculous. Like, I, yeah. that, that for the competitive scene specifically, that is such a big thing because you're basically saying to us, if you want to go, if you want to play narrow at an event, all right, you're at a disadvantage because sometimes, let's say you play Pog for right centre mid, he might be your cam and Neymar might be right centre mid for a, a period of the game. Like, that's just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, obviously narrow is always my formation, but I am experimenting with another one or two, which I'm not going to say. Oh, no, of course. You uh, can't reveal these tactics. He's got a... Uh... He's got... I mean, I don't think people really care anyway. Like, even if I told you, let's say I'm going 5 2 2 1, which I'm not, <laughs> people really going to be that bothered. Like, oh my God, there's a month left for FIFA. Let me go and try this OP formation. I, uh, I mean, I think after what, what tournament was it that Tass was talking about 3 5 2? I've seen a lot of people try I, I use that in Manchester. I was yeah. starting off really bad. It's really good for me. The problem with that is you have to defend to a T because. Yeah. With three at the back, as soon as you're playing like a 4-4-2 or 4-2-3-1, you have to drag your DMs to like cover the wings. If you drag one centre back out, you've got two defenders. So it's um, really good for best attacking formation with the overlap, 3-5-2. But I don't know, it's always, you know, I mean, every formation has its weakness. And I think with 3-5-2 is definitely against winger formation. So you never know, that might be my formation. I might be bluffing you. We'll see. Oh, we will see and uh, I'm sure, speaking of FaZe Tass, he's your teammate now in FaZe. Yep. Uh, he was your coach as well in uh, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, I believe. Yeah. Uh, will that be happening again at the E-World Cup? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, last FIFA it was Dragon. Um, I would love to, uh, love to have, you know, won back-to-back with Dragon. That would be something. But oh, that will be, be peak yeah. FIFA community bromance, I think. But, yeah, Tass, obviously, you know, with uh, with FaZe, you know, he's my coach in Amsterdam. Actually helped me a hell of a lot. Like, you don't really see it in an event. And I mm. think even for you, you might not see it. It's like in between games, every leg or after I played someone or even, you know, in game when you can talk <clears> to your coach. Like, the, the small, the smallest thing that Tass has maybe said or formation or tactical-wise, same thing with Dragon, actually, last year. He probably single-handedly, uh, single-handedly won me that final because I was playing Dito, and I was committed to narrow against him because that was my formation, right? But I remember speaking to him beforehand and because obviously the way Dito plays, like to keep the ball, go down the wings and play uh, simple passes. Switch 4-4-2. 4-4-2, you know, yeah. like, I'm not thinking it. So he tells me it's registered. I switch and uh, control the game a little, uh, little bit better. So no, I think Tass is probably one of the best in the scene in terms of tactical advice. You know, Sean's different in the sense, you know, he's there to hype me up because you know me, I'm not... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout apart from that one game in Amsterdam, but um, but nah, yeah, it should be good. Um, you know, obviously, Amsterdam was a really good event for me, gutted, I, I couldn't win it, but probably the best I've played all year, so uh, you know, feeling good heading into uh, into London. And you could be the first person uh, to ever yes. go back to back. I mean, is that something you think about at all, or is it just another tournament yeah. for you? It doesn't bother me. I, at the end of the day, I, I go to these events to win, right? Uh, obviously, it'd be nice to be the first person to win back to back, but like, it's not in my mind. Like, 
I have to do it because of this reason. I think this has probably been this event coming up, FEWC, is probably the hardest FE FIWC tournament that uh, there ever has been. Whether I win it or not, I'll still I'll still say that. Um, and pretty throughout the whole year, because if you look at the pool of players, it's two groups of eight, top four go through, and I mean, all right, the qualification system throughout this whole year has been debatable, but I think this is probably the strongest 16 for Xbox. I'm not sure about, uh, about PlayStation because I don't really um, follow that much. But for Xbox, bar maybe a few players that aren't there, I'd definitely say it's the strongest 16. And if you look at my group, Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> if, I get, yeah. if I get out of that group, then I, I, must be, uh, I must be playing really good because it's going to be a tough one. I was going to say, I mean, I'm looking at the groups right now. Uh, group A, we got Megabit, Danny, Kurt, Alexander, Aero FIFA, Resende, Fabio Denuso, and in your group, uh, sorry, Dreamer at the end of that group as well. And in your group, it's pretty rough Crazy. up in there. <laughs> uh, Rafsu, yourself, yeah. MS Dasari, even those three already, that's pretty insane. And Rasik, who just signed for Bochum. Uh, Gold yep. Machine, Toronto stand-up, six, what's up? You know, um, we're going to beat you. Uh, just watch. We're gonna win FIWC, FEWC. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> JSSF and Crafty, and that's just the Xbox is, side. Is Megabit in Group A? He is, isn't he? Uh, yes. Megabit yeah, is the I top seed so. in Group A. I mean, when yeah. you look at your group, I mean, who who stands out for you in particular? I'm not gonna lie. You've just read the names off to me, but I completely forgot already. I, I know that the main <laughs> ones. I think it's very hard to say. Obviously, in every single group, you have like the one or two fringe players, um, so to speak. I'm not going to sit here and lie, but like, are these the top 16 in the world, like every single, because it's not, you know, I'm being realistic. So, but on paper, at the end of the day, anybody can win. They're, they're there for a reason. Um, but it's going to be hard. I think the thing with this is it's two legs. Last year was just one game, which is. Oh, it's two legs in the group. Yeah, which, oh, which wow. Is, is good for me personally, anyway. That's I good. Like, uh, yeah, because if sure. let's say 60th minute, I'm 1-0 down, I have to go YOLO, where if I'm 1-0 down over two days, I can still stick with what I want and, um, you know, or even change something tactically in in the second leg. So I think for me personally, um, it's going to be beneficial. See, I'm looking at the group now. I think, obviously, Rafsu beat me in Amsterdam. Deseri, Manchester champion, beat me again, obviously, in Amsterdam. Me and Razik always have interesting games same with gold machine meaning always yeah. yeah. NA, what up any old day <laughs> i've not played so cool this year so but obviously oh. eden uh top top eight or something in, in amsterdam senna um one of the one of the best brazilians i've played him in um first event was it barcelona and obviously uh crafty i've not played this year so it's gonna be interesting i think the top i can picture the top four but I picture everything and it always changes, you know, the last minute, you know, with, I think there's been so many events this year where you've seen so many shock performances mm. or shock, um, you know, eliminations. So we'll have to wait and see, but uh, it's going to be interesting. I want to see Kurt obviously get top four in group A. Oh I want to see who he plays from us uh, in group B. Oh my God. Kurt. I just want to see Kurt win something. Kurt, if you watch this, just win. I mean, the talking is great. I like the tweets and everything. You gotta win something, dude. Give us, give the Kurt fanboys, myself included, something to talk about because we're losing the wars out there, man. I think we've stop calling me a yes man. I think we've Kurt, he is one of the best players, but the problem is he he hasn't won anything, right? As like harsh as it may sound, you you can't be talking like that on Twitter until you know, unless you've got something to back up um, your claims. So, I'd always regard Kurt as one of the best, regardless if he wins a tournament or not, you know. 
if you if you're saying you want Kerner, then you know you're lying to yourself. So um, mm. it's going to be interesting. I would love to play Kerner in the Xbox final. <laughs> yeah. That Imagine. would be yeah. that would be something, wouldn't it? Um, oh my god! So we'll see. Willie, we do you think if you go five to up, let's just say, will he walk off? <laughs> I think you know what Kurt's like. You know, it's the biggest event. I think he would. You know, honestly. Oh, I honestly, and I said this before. Hey, it's good that he did that. What he did, I would say, not to do it again, just yeah. because you know. I feel like when clubs, if he, yeah. If he does that or someone else does it, I think there'll be repercussions. But because I think it was like the first time someone's actually done that. Yeah. Um, it's I don't know that that event was debatable anyway. Let's just say that. <laughs> I mean, I, I the fact that he did it, you know, it's like it was a, it was a thing. He got the he got the followers out of it, he got the fame out of it. I think that because again, I I, I think we need more people like him. So I want to see him get signed. I want to see him mm-hmm. get the deals, get everything. But you know, uh, when you're gonna do if you do that like an FEWC, then. Uh, a club would be like, well, well, FIFA wouldn't like that guy. That's yeah, the guy that walked out of the FIFA. The bank. thing, like, the thing with Kurt, like it's like too. it's good, but it's like I don't know. Sometimes he crosses the line. He doesn't see it as that, but like I don't know. It's 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 hard to explain to him sometimes. But uh, yeah, when he yes, signs, we've tried. Team, <laughs> yeah. If he ever signs for a team, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Obviously, I don't know. You feel like the team will probably put him under some restrictions in the way he is, kind of thing. You know, mm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think I think it was Richie Buckley or Brandon Smith saying that um, they should just have a team of just uh, whoever assigns him should be, it should be Bullock and Kurt and it'll be the best. It <laughs> 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 was the best esports team of all time. Now looking at the PlayStation side, I mean, uh, is anybody gonna stop Nicholas? Um, I think there's a few good players on the PlayStation side. I I've only got the graphic and. Uh, group C top two and Group D top two are missing, um, so I'm not sure. <sighs> Who are those? I don't know. I, that's what I'm asking. Oh, you. oh, oh! It's Nicholas Webb, uh, top of Group C, and then yeah. Marv and Marcuso, top of Group D. Marv and Marcuso. Okay. Oh yeah. So I think with PlayStation, I think. I th- <sighs> so wait. Oh, Nicholas is in the same group as Dito. Yes. Nice Vogel. Yes. Jesus Christ. I think if and anyone's to, yeah, I think anyone to stop him will be like Ice Vogel or Stranger. To be fair, there's quite a few decent players on PlayStation, but they're the only ones that I've really seen play. Obviously, Dito, but I think Ice Vogel and the Stranger are the two um, for me, unless I'm missing someone. Aggie, potentially, as well. Um, Abamyang's actually really good as well. But I think, for me, Dito and Stranger are the two that could potentially stop him. Do you know what I'm... All right, this might sound bad, but I'm actually... I would love to see whether it's me. I would love to see a Nicholas Kurt final. That oh would be God. Wow. Hey, you would sacrifice yourself for that. I would. I would. <laughs> because I right, because obviously what was it? In uh, Barcelona obviously Tex beat him. Um but it was both on Xbox, so it doesn't I mean it does count obviously, but it's like oh, you're gonna lose anyway because it's unless you're really good on the opposite console, uh you're at a disadvantage. And then who did he um, he went in Amsterdam, didn't he? Yeah, it was Marv that he beat, I think. In the Mar- uh, Marv. So, I don't know. Obviously, he's played the best, if not one of the best PlayStation players. But uh, I want him to. I want him to play someone like one of the top Xbox players, you know. Mm. And FEWC, no better place to do it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he gets there. I mean, what does it feel like 
on that stage. I mean, there's been stages like Amsterdam, Manchester, but the FE or FIWC stage is just, you know, I, I mean, last year that, that was a brilliant stage. I mean, how was that? It was, it was, it was good. I don't know. I, w- I wasn't nervous. I don't get nervous anymore. Um, oh, well, the problem, the problem <laughs> I have is hence why I have the hand towel now is I sweat like more profusely. Than, yeah. Like, more <laughs> so, like even if I'm not doing anything, I'll sweat. But the fact that I'm in like a high pressure situation, I just sweat anyway, even more so. And so like my grip on the controller, especially in that grand final was like every time it went out for a throw, it was like mm. quick hand towel. So apart from that, um, I don't know. Obviously, you know everyone's watching you, but you can't. You got you got to try your best to, to zone in, and especially when I went three one down, it's like here we go. Oh my god! Went all the way to the final, I'm gonna lose, aren't I? But um, no, it was pretty. Fe Fiwc last year was probably one of the best events I've ever been to. Yeah. In terms of um, practice, you can actually practice an event, which you, you know you thought would be at every event. <laughs> wow. Um, the structure of the whole event, like literally, they I do love the top. structure. Yeah. The, the top, they gave us a time of the match bang as soon as it hits that time we're actually in the game there's no delays which was um which was surprising and um yeah hopefully they follow that same um uh, structure this year uh, but we'll have to wait and see but in terms of like the stage situation for me doesn't you know it doesn't really make a difference the only thing i the, the problem i have is like when i play on a monitor i like to stick with that monitor then like switching around mm. because it feels like even though it's exactly the same model there's just something to it, you know, mentally, where it's like, oh, you got to readjust to it. Like, you know, for me, it takes like a game or two. Um, but apart from that, there's uh, there's no issues. Now, there's a uh, nice little prize money for the winner, 250K. Yeah, I mean, it's not too bad, is it? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, last year, when the <laughs> when the money hits the yeah. bank account, what's the first thing you think of? Is it just like, do you just stay away from it? Or do you just like, like what do you, what goes through your head I, when it hits? Honestly, I haven't spent any of it, like, Oh, wow. I haven't gone out and bought like a car. I haven't gone and bought a house or anything like that. It's just there. I mean, uh, uh, wait, a girlfriend magically appeared after it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, it, was, it was before. It was before well, that. Uh, the, lucky, the lucky charm. But, um, <gasps> oh, wait, was yeah. she there? No, she wasn't there. She was uh, She was away or something. But oh. yeah, literally before that, I was with her and then I won. So um, the lucky charm. But in terms of the money, I've not spent it. Obviously, it is nice to to you know win two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but you know I'm not lying. I, it doesn't. That's not the thing that motivates me. You know, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing here if the money's not there because you know I've got to make a living. But at the end of the day, it's you know I, I like trophies. You know, I like the feeling of I right, I've earned it kind of thing rather than oh here you go here's two hundred fifty thousand yeah, uh, dollars. I, I no, noticed the trophies no in, the, in the background there. I can. Yeah, They're yeah. the G Finney ones. Yeah. I think one of the one of them three is when I beat Kurt in the grand final seven two. Oh, I'm wow. not sure which one it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh my god. I do like I do like trophies. You know, just getting through that whole event, like the process of him being top players, and then you know getting that kind of uh, reward. You know, because obviously the money's nice, but at some point it goes. You know, so mm. the trophy's always there. That's the way I see it. Nice. Spoken like a true, like a like a professional footballer, I would say. Uh, very well done. Speaking of professional footballers, I mean, how'd you like the World Cup uh, and and the whole "it's coming home" thing? Like looking back on it now, like England didn't play that good. <laughs> so if you mean it was honest, hype? Hmm. I honestly, I I think I was doing. I done one tweet as a joke about it's coming home, but like I never understood it because. <laughs> 
Oh, did we actually believe we were going to get all the way to the final and even I'm... beat like France or Belgium? I don't. That was never going to happen. I mean, I won't like that. The hype got because I, I always like watching England because when I was when I was a kid, like my biggest memories are Euro '96 in England. I mean, uh, Euro '96 in France '98. Um, because back then the whole half the the England team was United players, so like I would just love England. So it always stuck with me. So like I was kind of like, I mean, th- I was like, this is the best chance I'm gonna get. But I mean, as soon as that Croatia match hit me, I was like, wait, they never actually beat anybody good. And then I got a ton of hate for that because I was just like, I was just kind of like, yeah. observe. I was like, they never it's, beat a good it, team. It's true though, because like we got Tunisia and. Uh, Panama and our group, like we should be winning them, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't we? Oh, I can't remember. Was it Tunisia or Panama when we won late on? Uh, Harry pa- Kane, I think. Panama. I Panama. Think. Belgium, you can't really count because we both played our like weak teams and was playing through a draw, like whether they say, uh, playing for a loss, sorry. But um, that one, you can really count, whatever. And then, so we played um, Colombia. Was, yeah, yeah, no, Colombia. Was Colombia, then yeah. Sweden. Yeah, Colombia first, where I thought we played well. We could never get that second goal. And that was our issue throughout the whole event against, like, you know, especially in the knockouts. We got the first goal, and then, like, we had chances, and, and we didn't take them. So, obviously, Colombia were being penalties. We should have won that. You know, that game was so annoying to watch, honestly. You know, <laughs> Colombia just taking us out every two seconds. Obviously, Sweden, we went 2-0. But then, against, um, against Croatia, I just didn't know what happened, like... The Harry Kane situation where he should have squared it to Sterling. Yeah, like, that was... He, he didn't square it, but one, he should have scored the first attempt, and two, the second attempt I've seen, that Subasic yeah, has that was actually insane. made it. But I feel like he should have hit it into the roof of the net, no? Like, I mean, obviously, hindsight, you know, it's easy to say, and in the moment it's different, but I feel like that go to and up, it's game over, we're in the final. Like, we're not going to, you know, because Croatia would have had to go for it, but... I think there was a statistic. We scored 12, uh, 12 goals, and I think nine of them from set pieces. So that just says it all, really. And I think Harry Kane scored a tap-in, so like... like yeah, tap-in, one goal deflected off of uh, of his leg. Um, yeah. But uh, what do you think the chances are your 2020? Oh, I'm, I'm being realistic. Like, you know, I might get hate for this, but when we're, we're in the same position in my eyes. Like, we've had a good event. Um, we got top four in the World Cup, but like... Let's be honest. We got a really easy run to where we got to, right? If Croatia was a winnable game, we should have won that. You know, went two and a half. It's a different game. Um, but yeah, we would have if we had the other side of the group where Belgium was. We would have got top eight at best, in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, if it wasn't for our corners, would we even got through the groups? <laughs> I it, don't know. <laughs> if it wasn't for the gigantic head of Harry Maguire, I don't think that's that guy's ever lost yeah. a. a It'll be interesting to see where he goes if Leicester yeah. is it Leicester, isn't he? Yeah, he's at Leicester, but I'm yeah, sure so somebody's gonna come for him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um but yeah, I'm just being realistic with you know, in terms of the way we played, yeah, we got the results we needed, but we didn't play that well in hindsight, but you know, that's just my two cents. So just a heads up that in this part of the podcast I actually skip a section because I'm gonna be putting that section in a separate video on my YouTube. Uh, but in this section here, Grill and I talk about looking forward to FIFA 19 and whether or not we want chemistry to be in the game. So here we go. Do you think that would happen in FIFA or anything like where there's no chemistry whatsoever? Um, I would like it to happen, but I think the problem is that like chemistry is the thing that makes Ultimate Team in terms of like the boost. So if they can figure out a way to do the, uh, or at least this is what I've learned is that like 
Ultimate Team is just head-to-head, but when you put the chemistry, that's the attribute boost that you get. It's like a special yeah. enhancer, that kind oh, of thing. It makes the gameplay different. Exactly. That's what makes the gameplay different. So unless they can figure out something else that can... I feel like sometimes they have to recreate foot from the ground up to do that. So until then, I don't think um, they will. I want them to because, like I said, going off even mobile, just like, I just don't care who links with who. Like, I don't care yeah. that I have to... The puzzle thing was great, but I think there has to be... Uh, and I don't think this is going to happen. I don't know anything about FIFA 19, but I would say it wouldn't happen FIFA 19 unless they have to change it. But I think FUT needs, like, a, just a restructure because uh, we've seen it. We've seen it all before, in my opinion. Yeah. Because so. I think all we're going to get for FIFA 19 is, like, maybe a new game mode, new icons, obviously, and just, you know, new innovations. Champions in League? Like that. I, I don't know what's going to be so good with Champions League. Like, is it going to be a separate mode in Ultimate Team, a separate mode out of Ultimate Team? Is it going to be, like, we're going to get card designs, but, like, who really cares? Like, unless it's something that benefits Ultimate Team, like your Ultimate Team somehow, it's not really going to change much. In uh, I mean, I would say, you know, official man of the matches, of course. Uh, we can but, have but, two- like, but, like, all that changes is the card design, no? Oh yeah, but, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, the, the player ratings won't change, or like it's not going to give us better boosts or anything. I mean, hey, let's. How about we stop being pessimistic and let's? How let's, can you blame let's me? Wait, how let's can you <laughs> blame anyone. Hey, Listen, it's a, it's a new have, era. It's a, we'll it's have a, a conversation in three months' time, and we'll be like, "Told you." Oh, uh, hey, you know what? Listen, I, from what I've seen, I watched your video actually about um, you know, the FIFA nineteen like customization with tactics. Yeah. And, it, that sounds very promising and that's a good start but let's just wait until the game comes out no one tweet on twitter oh my god the game plays so good until a month after fifa 19 is out right you can't defend get better at defending <laughs> yeah. don't start tweeting no, but see, and, otherwise the game will and be this is uh, th- that's the funny thing is that like one i feel like when i play fifa 19 i feel like they literally just like went through twitter and saw like a nepenthes thread saw like a our fifa thread and we're just like all right do this, 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 because this is like right, things I've is, seen. Which is good to an extent, but I feel like, oh, that's good, but they're going to do changes in the first month. And we all know, regardless if they do a patch, dressing anything, it changes the gameplay anyway, regardless. And I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on this a bit, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, like you tell me, get better defending. I don't have time to get better defending. Like, I, like let's say I'm like a regular dude. So I got, I, I got mean, kids to feed. I don't have kids. So you, but. so you want EA to make it easy for you? I mean, wait, look. If I'm being hundred percent honest, I want to win. Everybody wants to win at FIFA. Of course. If that There's means no skill gap at the moment, zero. Because, and I think the reason why is because for every one of you, there's a thousand, ten thousand people who are just like, yo, I just want to come home. Like, I had a shit day, and I just want to play FIFA and not get my ass kicked. I think that's what you saw because when that new defending came in last time, where it was hard to defend, everyone's right. like, and I, and oh. I, was, "I was struggling, especially the start." Anyway, well, exactly. So if you're struggling, imagine what it is for for little Timmy. Of course, but like, right? you, know, you know, so that means FIFA's never going to change them because it always caters to people that don't want to put time in to improve. I mean, it's literally based off a sport that everybody loves so there's always going to be more people that suck no than i'm not i'm good, not disputing right? that but my point is if it, if ea want to go down the esports route then like i'm just looking at how it is ea are uh, getting involved into esports which is good for me personally but they need to create a skill gap you can't be going to events like we have been and kick off glitch like how is that even in they catch it <laughs> <still> <laughs> like, come on. i mean you know, stuff like that i could see two things happening i feel like a there's incrementally making it tougher so people adjust and then all right make it tougher next year p2 
people adjust, make it tougher. Because when I play FIFA 19, honestly, there are so many things to think about when you play FIFA 19 that as a, an above average player, I was just kind of like, dude, like I got to think yeah. about timing my shots. I got to think that about the tactics. Shots, that seemed interesting. That thing was hard, dude. Like, It'll I, be interesting to see how it... I know you said something about the offline process, but with the yeah. delay, is delay. I, I want to see how it works in, in foot champs and stuff like that. Exactly. I mean, it'll be all interesting to see. Like I asked them, I was like, yeah, they, the timing is offline because, dude, I... I played about six, seven games. I only got that timed finish once. But I don't... How's that work, though? Like, surely if I... Let's say I'm playing you now and I press B to shoot and there's delay. How does that differ between that and the time shot? I'm still going to have a delayed shot regardless if it's done offline or not. No? I'm confused with how it works. So, basically... If got delay, it's going to be delayed, no? No, so basically, it's not... So, the function that you do, I guess, mm -hmm. the timing is always going to be offline. Right? So... Right. Apparently, delay should not affect the timing of it, is what I was told. We'll so, see. because it's based on the animation, right? So, right. it's when you're... Maybe if there's, like, a lag spike, then you mess it up yeah. or something like that. Okay. But, yeah, something like that. Yeah, right? So, as soon as, like, all right, you press shoot, and as soon as you see your guy hit the ball, that's when you press the second button. And I, like, you have to literally look at your player, and I could not... Yeah, I feel like, I especially people that panic a lot... Exactly. That's going to cause a lot of issues, like... I don't know. It's, and obviously, I think, what did you say? Um, RB is now, not RB. What What is finesse shot now or driven shot? Driven shot is both yeah, it's, um, bumpers. It's both L1, R1 at the same time as shoot or RB, That's LB. That's weird. Because the reason why they said they added that in is because people wanted a way to, uh, uh, for the time to finish, or people wanted a way to know if their shot is good or not, which again, takes me back to like, I saw that in a, in a Nepenthes thread where he's like, I need to know. I've never, I've never seen that. Yeah, because I remember one of his threads, he was saying that, oh, I need to know why my shot sucks. I think they were taking that as feedback. Like, okay, we'll do like NBA 2K. When you release it, if it's a bad release, you know your shot sucks. This time, if you timed it bad, all right, that's mm. why your shot sucks. So I, I hopefully it is a good thing. Um, I feel like it's one of those features that they can't take out if it's bad. You know, because it's like the core of the shooting, you know? Yeah. It's like B, you press B to shoot, you can't take that out because that's like the core mechanic. So I don't know. We'll see. It sounds good, but what I want as well in FIFA, I mean, I know it's completely off topic, but 2v2, I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. get some fun out of it. Whether they do it in competitive, I feel like competitive 2v2 will be unreal. But oh, yeah, it'll be the best. Just like, right, I can invite you to my lobby and we'll go and play. Like, we have our own little 2v2 divisions, you know, so something like that would be good. It, more fun. it would be good, but I I'm already going to make a prediction. Noobs will hate... 19 just because of its complexity at the I start so, yeah. more, more so than even last year because again a million things to think about to actually be good yeah no like, of course i'm i think i feel like i'll struggle for like the first few months but yeah. i feel i feel not even just me i think with everybody you gotta you got give it time like it's the same with anything you know people you that's gotta, people people that's one thing i've learned from video games people don't People want the they easiest want, route to everything. Yeah, they, they don't want to pick up the controller and they know, they know how to play it. Exactly. And as soon as because as soon as I start playing FIFA 19, and the thing is that if you don't, if you try a low driven and you don't get it right, like the ball gets ballooned like over the bar. Like I was, so I was in a tap. So with the with the low driven, you have to time it as well, right? No, low driven is actually just works straightforward. It's just L one L one R one and you shoot and. And shoot. That was probably the best way I was finishing with the low driven. So the same as it is now, but with an extra bumper. 
Yeah. Well, it's, instead of a double tap, we just press B and LBRB. Exactly. But I was actually asking a question on Twitter. I was like, if it's L1, R1 or LBRB, can you then do a low driven finesse? Because you're no. already... Yeah, right? So I, I got to figure that out. But if you do a t- if you try to do a time finish and even if it's a tap in, like you're literally... I was literally right in front of the goal and you mess up your time finish, the double tap, it will go over the bar. In that situation when you're not just driven shot it, yeah, like you would, but happen. but you don't think like you're playing FIFA 19. Yeah, of course, like right? it's all. But then again, it all comes down to muscle memory. It's like how yeah. are you playing FIFA now? You're gonna be playing like this in the first few weeks of FIFA 19. True. But then you need to like learn to the new, um, new mechanics. And then come FIFA 20, like you know, time driven shot will be so normal to you. Yeah, it's like you know, so just give it time, and um, we shall see. So guys, make sure to listen to Gorilla. Like, give it time because I think a lot of people are gonna be very frustrated with shooting at the star, and of course they're gonna complain. And since everybody complains to EA, they don't listen. EA is gonna have to react to the people that complain at the start. Yeah, hopefully this feedback. So, you know, with like Corey and I think it's Zaro. I think that's how you pronounce it. Like the new community guys. Hopefully there's more communication in FIFA 19, not with just you know promos and stuff like that but like if there's actually an issue that actually discuss it openly when necessary anyway um but yeah promising honestly i feel like fever 19 is make or break for a lot of things yeah obviously fever 20 they'll still sell copies FIFA still uh people still buy fever points but the general um like what's the word like the attitude towards fifa and like the um the feeling towards it i feel like this is it yeah. You can't have another FIFA 18. I think that's. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, that's. This is the first FIFA where even like coming from you know internal EA uh, to external. This is. You're right. This is a make or break one. This is the first time I've actually felt a time where I'm like, all right, people's career in FIFA content creation esports could actually they could actually choose to leave if it's not worth their time anymore. So mm-hmm. we will see. FIFA 19 coming soon. You can play it at FEWC August 4th. And you can also see FaZe Gorilla compete in the E-World Cup in London. Don't forget to get your tickets. I'll leave the link in the description below to get your tickets if you live anywhere around London or in London. Gorilla, thank you so much for joining us. Are you going to London? Yes, I'll be part of the broadcast team. So I will see you there uh, and provide great commentary. And I'll be doing the after shows, I think. So hope to see you there. Score a lot of goals and you'll be in the after show. I'll, I'll try my best. Try your best. So guys, don't forget... FEWC coming to London August 4th. Gorilla, thank you so much. And we'll see you guys later. Peace. See you later.